The gold and silver market are seeing prices rise just a bit today on Friday, with silver up 40 cents and gold up 260 as of 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. Peter Hug, Global Trading Director of Kitco News, is back to talk prices, sentiment, and the physical market. Peter, welcome back. Good to be here, David. Every week we talk, there's new developments, but this week it's been kind of quiet. I, um, silver has fallen back down from $30 following the short squeeze action from a week and two weeks ago. Has, this, has the focus for investors now shifted back to gold, do you think, Peter? Are you seeing that in the price action today? Uh, no, I, I mean, I think there's still demand uh, from the retail side, uh, especially in North America, for both gold and silver. I, I think what's uh, quieted down this week is that, uh, you know, investors are starting to get a little uh, price shy and, uh, you know, chasing these premiums uh, uh, because of what happened a couple of weeks back. Uh, as I mentioned, it's going to take a while for uh, dealers to rebuild inventories. Uh, and uh, as a result, uh, you know, premiums on uh, silver product, uh, like coins especially, uh, you know, are north, uh, in some cases, north of $10, uh, similar to where they were in March of uh, 2020. Gold premiums, um, there's a, a little bit of a different story there, but the gold premiums on uh, buffaloes and, and eagles are, I've seen dealers as high as $175 over spot. Uh, now, for the gold buffaloes and gold eagles, and to some extent the silver eagles, the U.S. Mint is doing a switchover, and uh, my understanding is that this is uh, they've stopped uh, producing buffaloes, uh, so there's no new minted buffaloes on the market. I mean, you might find the odd dealer has a few left in inventory. Uh, eagles uh, are going to be stopped, be, uh, one ounce uh, going to be stopped being produced today. Uh, and then there's going to be a hiatus as the U.S. Mint uh, gears up production and um, and uh, develops or not develops produces uh, 2021 uh, gold eagles and silver eagles with the new uh, obverse design. Uh, that's not anticipated from a supply perspective to hit the market probably until April. Um, so you're going to have this window here, possibly uh, you know six week, four week window. Um, I do anticipate dealers will pre-sell it once they know their allotment, uh, where there's uh, going to be a, a considerable tightness uh, or a continued tightness in both the gold and, and silver uh, coin market in the U.S. Um, gold maple leaves are still somewhat readily available, um, and even though they're trading, um, you know, based on our price points, about forty dollars below eagles and buffaloes. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of offtake from uh, from a U.S. In, uh, investor's perspective. Again, that that always confuses me why you wouldn't buy a four nines gold coin as opposed to a twenty two karat gold coin. But um, so there are still some uh, you know gold maples available at we'll call them reasonable premiums given the current situation. Um, but overall, the market uh, the market is tight, uh, both in gold and silver, and I don't anticipate that tightness is going to abate uh, for probably uh, could be as long as three months. Okay, yeah, I spoke to somebody from the uh, Perth Mint not too long ago, and he said pretty much the same thing: premiums will remain elevated, with demand continuing to uh, stay elevated as well. Now, let's talk about uh, bond yields offline. We spoke briefly about that. I wonder if the U.S. Uh, Treasury yields have anything to do with gold being stuck in a range right now? Well, we had the uh, tenure at 105 at the beginning of the week. This morning, it touched 120 or just uh, just shy of 120. Uh, 
So that created uh, a little bit of strength in the US dollar. Uh, I have to tell you, I'm not impressed with the strength in the U.S. dollar with the with the 10-year at 1.2. Uh, so I think it's 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 a, um, a short-term event, and I do believe the uh, the dollar will continue its downtrend. There's just been a lot of sort of mixed signals in this market over the past week. Uh, you know, other than uh, besides uh, the premiums going through the roof, and uh, again, I would, if you're patient, I I, I would but you still wanna enter this market. There are other vehicles that are offered by dealers. Um, you know, we offer one where the, RC, uh, the Royal Canadian Mint is the custodian of the metal. Uh, again, it's a matter of uh, uh, you have comfort in, in, in that type of a, a position. You know, you can enter the silver market at about a 60 cent premium to spot uh, and gold at uh, give or take about a $30 premium to spot as opposed to paying $170 for coins and uh, you know eight to $10 for coins in, in silver. And then you have to be patient and somewhere down the road, uh, this market is gonna quiet down. Uh, and within that window, uh, inventories will start to build and dealers will come down with their premiums and then you can swap uh, for your physical product if that's your end goal. Uh, but what's happened over the past week with this, uh, you know, this stupid, um, um, uh, process that's going on in Washington now. There's that was how you really of, feel, Peter. Well, I, it, it, we know the end result. Uh, we know the Republicans are not going to vote to impeach Trump. Uh, I, I I know probably from a perspective of history, this is an important event. Uh, but we know the end result. Uh, but meanwhile, the government has been shut down uh, in essence for a week and probably for a couple or three days next week. And, uh, you know, the economy needs a stimulus package. And, you know, this morning again, uh, there was some chatter that there's uh, possibly as many as five Democrats that are going to vote against it, which means now Biden, uh, this isn't a slam dunk anymore. Now he's going to have to get those uh, five Democrats, if he loses them, uh, from the Republican side. So now there's a possibility the stimulus might be on hold. So. You know, there's just a lot of conflicting information uh, in the market right now, and and that's sort of causing uh, the metals to, to to stay in a tight band. They're waiting for a catalyst, and then you've also got China with the new year uh, next year, uh, next week, and um, so the industrial uh, demand side is going to be muted uh, at least through the end of next week. So. You know, there's just a lot of noise in in the market in in uh, you know in the very very short term. I'm not um, an expert on politics. I, I'm wondering, help me understand this, Peter. What, why are they not dropping this impeachment trial? Trump isn't even in office anymore. Well, I think, uh, I mean, to a great extent, it's probably political, but uh, they uh, believe that, uh, the Democrats at least they say, they believe uh, that he incited violence and uh, that he should be impeached as a president. I'm not gonna argue that they don't have a case but it's very apparent to me that the Republicans, I mean, half of them weren't even in the, in, 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 um, in, in the room yesterday uh, listening to the evidence. So, I mean, they've made up their mind. I mean, I would be absolutely amazed unless for some reason they voted uh, uh, anonymously uh, that the Republicans would, uh, would uh, have 17 members vote for impeachment. So, uh, but the problem is, you know, this is all going on when when the economy is still in a mess. Uh, so, so from my understand, uh, this the market impact here is that 
the fiscal stimulus debate is being postponed or delayed because of this? Well, yeah, I mean, you would think uh, that the first thing that should have happened Monday of this week is there should have been a bill passed by the uh, by the House uh, uh, for the stimulus package and then voted on by the Senate by the end of this week. Uh, so we'd have some clarity as to what's going on. Uh, and the earliest that's going to happen is probably go through the House sometime mid next week. And the Senate votes on it the week after. And again, now it's up in the air whether or not, uh, even though they have a majority in the House and the Senate, whether the Democrats can push this through without Republican support. And that's a big question mark. So it's possible uh, that they may need to compromise uh, significantly on this 1.9 trillion and the market is expecting it. So you take that out of the equation uh, it could have, a, a, you know, a market moving uh, type of uh, scenario uh, for all markets, including the uh, metals, uh, but equities for sure. Yeah, well, it, it, we might coincide with the same, same thing happened almost a year ago in March. Well, maybe not to the same extent, I suppose. Uh, Lunar New Year, you brought that up. Demand is usually high around this time of the year, right? Or is it, is it uh, an anomaly this year? What are you seeing? Well, we, you know, the demand, uh, again, it, you, you sort of buy into the holiday and then when the holiday happens, you, you know, you enjoy your holiday. So, I mean, the buying that on the retail level that, that would have occurred for the a Lunar New Year, there's a number of mints that have coins that represent the new Lunar uh, New Year. And, uh, you know, we, we've done well in selling those to retail clients in, in, uh, in Hong Kong where we have an office. Um, actually, what surprised me uh, with our Hong Kong office uh, uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks, we've had, uh, again, I'm not sure why this is, but uh, we've had actually quite a lot of liquidation of silver uh, into our Hong Kong office from retail clients uh, with the exact opposite happening in North America, where people were chasing the silver market and buying anything that was available. Now, I don't know if that's a trend, uh, but we picked up well well over a metric ton of silver which is doesn't sound like a lot but from retail investors selling back uh, that, that that's a that's a good chunk of silver coming back in uh to the market uh in small investment size bars so we'll see if that trend continues uh but it looks like the chinese at least retail chinese uh were taking advantage of silver in the 27 28 level and liquidating into strength as opposed to north america chasing the market at 28 and buying into uh, and buying into strength. So uh, I'm I'm watching that. I just want to see if that was a one-off or uh, whether that's a trend. I want to talk about sentiment in the gold market now. As you know, Elon Musk tweeted about Bitcoin not too long ago, and Tesla is now allowing customers to buy cars with their Bitcoin, and they're investing in Bitcoin. As soon as the news came out, uh, the price of Bitcoin shot up. I, I wonder why can't the same thing happen for the gold market? Who, who, who's, who's going to be out there tweeting about gold, which is going to move the market significantly? Could you see that happen? Well, I mean, if you would have seen the, if you would have read the filing from Tesla, they actually, uh, uh, they actually were. Uh, yeah. uh, they want to buy gold positive. as well. Uh, yeah, but they bought gold as well. I'm fairly positive the gold market. I mean, Bit, uh, I, again. Uh, I'm just going to speak uh, as a layman because I really don't understand uh, the the concept. Uh, I, I understand the concept of Bitcoin, but you've got a market that has a, a, a limited supply, um, and uh, you know Elon Musk, uh, you know, 
all kudos to him, uh, you know, bought 1.5 billion before he then released this tweet that he liked Bitcoin. Uh, and, uh, you know, it doesn't take a lot to move the market up $4,000. Um, I, I just don't think you can do that in gold. I mean, you had, uh, what's his name? Warren Buffett. He came out and loved gold. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure when he said it, where the price was. And, uh, did he say he loved know, gold? Or did he just buy barrack shares? Same difference. I mean, he was yeah. bullish gold. I mean, if gold goes down to $1,200, Barrick is not going to go up. Uh, so, I mean, he was, I think he was bullish the commodity generally, and he picked Barrick as a, as a solid, uh, a solid uh, blue chip uh, mining company that paid a dividend. Uh, but anticipating because gold was going higher and Barrick was going to make more money because of that, that's why he bought Barrick. If he was bearish gold, he wouldn't have bought Barrick unless he had some other inside information where Barrick might be a takeover target or something like that. I mean, there'd be no reason to be buying Barrick if you were negative the commodities. So I think he uh, he is positive the commodity cycle. I am as well. I, I, uh, I think there's a lot more upside to come. Um, you've just got to ignore the day-to-day -day noise. But for somebody to come out and say, uh, you know, I think gold's going to be at $5,000 an ounce and that comment alone moving it up there is, is just not possible in a market that's as big as the gold market. Right. You'd have to have, I guess you have to have every single, every single billionaire hedge fund investor and industrialist, industrialist in the world coming out and saying gold's going out to $5,000. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll inspire people to go out and buy it. We're, we're in a, we're in a bull cycle here uh, in the commodity space generally. That's my opinion. And the blow-off stage in a commodity bull cycle is nowhere near in sight. Uh, and you would think that, well, we had the blow-off stage from 1,400 gold last March to uh, 2,200. That was not a blow-off stage. That was just a fear trade. And now gold has settled in and it's holding sort of the 1,800, 1,850 range. Uh, the, if the cycle is uh, is still in a bull phase, and I believe it is, and I think uh, commodity cycles run anywhere from seven to 10 years, at best, we're a year into this cycle, maybe two. Uh, so the best is still to come. And it's usually at the very end of the cycle where you get a blow off stage uh, and, and then everything gets recalibrated and then you end up going back into a bear market. So we're not even near that top. Uh, it, it is frustrating uh, when when you're an investor looking at gold sitting at 1800 and watching Bitcoin take off and watching the equity market continue to run, feeling that you've made a bad investment. So again, it really depends on the psychology of who you are. If you're a trader, there's been multitudes of opportunities to make money both in gold and silver, assuming you were on the right side. But for an investor, again, if you're if you've got a portion in your portfolio in metals, you know, just don't look at it every day. I mean, I, I, I honestly believe uh, that uh, we're at the beginnings of a commodity cycle uh, that will eventually uh, culminate in in inflation considerably higher than where we are now. And uh, until the central banks start to tighten monetary policy, you have to be bullish the commodity cycle. And there is no uh, visibility at all that they're looking to do that until at least sometime mid-2022. 20, uh, so we've got plenty of time of this liquidity being in the market and continuing, if not increasing. 
And in that context, uh, it, I, I just can't bring myself to be bearish the gold market. I've noticed a close correlation between gold and inflation expectations. And so if you take a look at just the years between 2012, 2018, 2019, for example, inflation was relatively muted during that time. It was flat. Well, it was it was cons- it was constant two to three percent in the U.S., uh, inflation expectations weren't very high, and so gold kind of stayed flat as a result. So maybe that's what we need. Maybe that's what we need to spike in inflation expectations much higher than what we have, what we've had in the past few years, and maybe what we have now. What do you think? Well, you've got to look at the cycles. Remember in 2011, what did the central banks do? They went into a taper program and they tightened. Uh, and, uh, you know, so they, they sort of took their foot off the accelerator. And then in 2020, they had to push that accelerator all the way to the floor, and it continues to be at the floor. Uh, so we're in sort of the 07 to 11. We're in the sort of 74 to 81 cycle in the commodity space right now, and I think in very early times. Uh, and then you add to that equation, if the economy does recover and the central banks remain muted on their tightening, which I believe they will. Um, you, you have now the economy starting to rebound. Now industrial demand picks up. Uh, so you're getting, you're getting demand uh, cycles coming in from, uh, from the industrial side now, which has been muted all through 2020. That was basically driven almost exclusively by, re- by investment demand. Um, and you don't have the central banks liquidating metal. Uh, they're still buying. So, I mean, when you add it all up, it's, it's difficult to be bearish this market. You know, is it possible gold goes back to 1750, 1700? Yeah, but that's, that's just normal stuff. But the, but the bull market itself, I think, is, is alive and vibrant, and it's a matter of patience. Uh, and uh, we will get that cycle uh, to a blow-off stage. I uh, can't tell you what, what year that is going to be, but it's going to come. And, when that blow-off stage comes, that's when you'll start to see the central banks uh, start to uh, reel in their uh, liquidity uh, uh, gas pedal and start to tighten. And when that happens, that's your signal that we're probably approaching a top. Okay. All right. Peter, thank you so much for your update. Another great talk. Have a great weekend. You as well, David. Thank you. And thank you for watching. I'm David Lin.